Hi, I'm Becky Eakins, business mindset and lifestyle coach for occupational therapists. I focus on creating a freedom-based online business, helping OTs to package up their skills in unique and exciting offers that feel so good that they sell with ease in the online space. Since leaving the profession of OT, I have now worked with hundreds of clients online, helping them to create a life they feel inspired by. In this podcast, I will talk about the lifestyle goals, mindset and strategy you need to create your own life of freedom. Hello, so today I wanted to talk about your social media mindset. This is something that comes up so often. Almost daily, I hear OTs and other clients saying, I hate social media it drains me. I don't want to be on social media all day. But at the same time, they want a freedom style business. So how do we even figure this out? These are conversations I have to have almost daily. I was big into social media years ago, just for personal posting. I'm talking a long time ago. But I must admit, really, to wanting to come off it prior to starting a business, I'd kind of fallen out of love with social media myself. I was bored and found it a little bit draining. But because my push for wanting to create a freedom lifestyle was so high, I realized that it was such a powerful tool to get clients and create an online business. The benefits really of social media are that you don't need to spend money. No website needed, no ads. It's all just free once you master it. Obviously, you can spend money if you want, but um, even to this stage, I'm not at a point of feeling that I need to. Actually, I do pay for LinkedIn just for the higher level of um, of working on that platform. But other than that, that's pretty much it. So you can network internationally at any time of the day. You can meet and network with people who inspire you. That's one of the biggest things that I've found from social media is as the years have gone on, I have met the most incredible people that I never would have had opportunity to meet any other way. And it can produce such a big movement. If you want to help lots of people, it's the easiest way to have massive impact. So you are literally coming into the homes, into the lounges of your ideal clients all across the world, which ultimately means you've got the potential to change more lives. But the negatives. So People find it draining. It can suck you in, keep you scrolling for hours and you can fall for the comparison trap and wonder why your life isn't as exciting as the ones portrayed on social media. There can be trolls, negativity. There's a lot of fears around posting on social media. Some people say it can affect your mental health. And you can see why with all of the things that we've discussed above. So how how can we turn these negatives into a tool that can allow us to create a life of freedom? Well, 
It always feels a bit ironic to have an outdoors lifestyle and yet have a social media based business. Sometimes I giggle, you know, to have photographs of laptops on beaches by pools or people using their phone in nature. I often think, and, I, and I've done this as well, I've taken my laptop to a beach for a photo shoot, and I often think, well, isn't it a bit weird? Like, surely the point of being on a beach is that you're relaxing. Um, but I think the whole point in having an online business is that every day becomes a beach day. And I can remember when I was in Australia and the weather was a bit warmer, um, every single morning I would be on the beach and I would do some working for an hour or so and then the rest of the day was free and that was that was it you know so I would take photographs of the laptop well it, I actually worked from my phone but my phone and me working on the beach um, so the reality of mastering social media is you do have that freedom to be able to work from anywhere. Something I've noticed is this growing amount of mums in cars doing videos. And I just think as a mum or, or dad, um, but how often are we sat there in a car just waiting for our kid? <laughs> We're just a taxi service when they get to a certain age. And it just makes me laugh that there's this whole culture of parents who are just recording videos in cars because they're stuck in cars waiting. Um, but it's handy to be able to make money while you are sat waiting for your child to uh, do singing lessons or something. So by using social media, you can move away from having weekends to every day feeling like a holiday. That's how I like to, to see life. If I'm only working a couple of hours in a day, every single day to me feels like a holiday. But first you have to master it. So how do we do that? How do we do that, especially for those people who have such big mindset difficulties with social media? So I've got three things here that we're going to talk about in the rest of the session. The first one will be mastering your mindset. The second one will be highest profit actions. And the third one will be delegation. Okay, so straight into the first one. And this, of course, is the biggest because with social media, if you want to master it, you really need to up-level your mindset around it. You need to change your identity so that you are now the content creator and not the consumer. Consuming is what the masses do but you have decided to be intentional. When you decide you want an online business, you just absolutely have to rise in to the identity of the content creator. So how do you do this? You create the content offline and from a space of being energized and feeling really good, I've found the best time for creating content is after I've been a walk in the forest or actually, truth be known, whilst I'm on a walk in the forest, I'll use a voice note function just to quickly record some words as the inspiration is coming and then put my phone away. Just because the inspiration tends to flood both when I'm in nature 
and when I've done exercise. Um, the other time for me is first thing in the morning. I'm sure not everybody wakes up feeling like I do, but I'm a morning person and I very much and very often will wake up with floods of inspiration and happiness. And to me, that's a really good time to create content. But whatever works for you. So whenever you can find the flow, when you just really feel that you are in tune with your own message um, and you've got that time and space. But what I want you to do is produce it quickly, publish it and then disappear. There is no need for you to keep going back over it analyzing it and checking how many likes it is getting. When people do this, it's coming from the ego and not the heart. So yes, we need to do an assessment of our own social media every now and again. But what I'm talking about here is the people that are going back to their posts, they're checking the insights, they're checking um, the, the numbers and they're obsessing over it. So you know if you do this. I know because my clients have told me many times and I have to tell them what a waste of time it is. So you need to know you're hitting the spot, definitely, but obsessing over a lack of likes is your ego trying to control things, okay? So it's not for you to judge your message. Your message comes from your heart and it's for you to put it out to the world. It's not for you to judge how it's received. And just on that, many of my best selling posts have had very few likes or comments, but they produce sales. So what would you rather, the sales or the likes? I know that um, when I only had 200 followers on Instagram, I was already making double the OT income at that stage with 200 followers and a handful of likes. So it's not the amount of likes that are important. And I really need to reiterate that a lot of my clients who are doing very, very well, 10 to 15K months, have very few likes on their posts. Now, it is indicative if you are not getting any likes, if if you're not getting comments or you're not making sales, then yes, there's, there's things we can do about your content. But don't obsess because it's probably not what you are thinking about. Yes, I've had a lot of people say, how can you have a successful business without a large number of followers? But that's because I know what to do with those followers, which is the important thing. And that's what I'm teaching my clients. So back to mastering your mindset. You are the content creator. Don't let your ego rule your actions and obsessively check numbers. Allow your true and deeper message to come across. But also allow yourself to dip in and dip out of social media. When you've mastered your mindset around this, you will see social media as a business tool. It's there for you to make thousands, not for you to get sucked into the lives of others. 
when you see it as a tool of business and you've got boundaries and control with it and you can just allocate times in the day maybe when you go back and check it if you feel you haven't got full control of yourself maybe take it off your phone or take your phone out of the bedroom or the lounge or wherever it is you want to go to relax or get a second sim so I found I wanted to chill on social media at times as well like I don't passively scroll. Um, In fact, I very rarely scroll on my work social media because I just go in, I dip in, I do my business and I go out. I have notifications for what my clients are doing so that I can keep up with their work. But again, it's a review of their work and then I go out. And so I kind of missed having something to passively scroll on. So one of the things I did was got into Strava which is a social media app for exercise. And I also created a personal Instagram and just follow people on my personal Instagram who really inspire me. And they're not particularly related to my work. It's sometimes hard to differentiate between my work and um, real life because it's so, so linked. But I try and follow people who provide a different angle to life and that way when I'm passively scrolling I am only scrolling on people who are really inspirational to me and um, who I enjoy to see. I recorded a mindset meditation one that you can do overnight very powerful in terms of helping you create the confidence, the self-belief and deal with any money mindset issues. I use these kind of overnight meditations all the time. I found them incredibly powerful. So I've created a very special one and I'm giving it for free to all of my podcast listeners. You can download it on the show notes. So that's how I've kind of managed it, but I'm sure you'll find your own way. But yeah, top tip, master your mindset. See social media as a business tool. When you realize that you can make thousands and thousands from social media, it's worth going through that process. So the second one, knowing your highest profit actions When you know what to do on social media, it really helps you to be more intentional because you're not just sat there going, oh, what should I be doing? And um, just kind of scrolling and losing yourself. So have a daily plan that means you are growing your business daily. It will help you let go of feeling tied to social media. So this can be a plan of going in intentionally, doing your work and then leaving it and not not returning back that day or that half a day. There are so many potential high profit actions depending on the nature of your business. So it's hard just to talk about in a short space. But in most cases, this is going to be about growing your audience, connecting with your audience and building relationship and telling people about your offers. And you need to do these three things daily, creating a plan 
the daily work to do focused around these highest profit actions will stop you from wasting time in a big way. Now, I definitely have ADHD tendencies and my mind is so chaotic. I'll have a million tabs on the computer at any one time and it's so hard for me to ever carry out one activity without starting 20 others. What I tend to do is just have a mantra, highest profit actions first, highest profit actions first, and I literally force myself. So during summer months, um, something that I like to do is say, right, make my highest profit actions nice. I'll create a drink, go out, sit in the sun in the garden where I feel really kind of connected to nature, calm, happy. And I set myself a timer and I just make myself finish the highest profit actions. And every time my mind keeps jumping to another activity, I just pull myself back and pull myself back because that time is there as a reminder. Um, so that's how I've had to do it. And I still have to do that now, to be fair. I ha I pay people to do my highest profit actions now, but there's still a level of, of actions that I need to do every day that are more important than others. So I still have that mantra. And um, something I've noticed after coaching so many people now that almost everybody naturally chooses the lowest profit actions so most of us find it easier to hide and play it safe. Whereas your highest profit actions push you into your, out of your comfort zone, really. They push you into stepping into your power. They, they make you do things that feel uncomfortable. So time and time again, I'll see people choosing to hide behind the admin of a business, spend months creating a website, months creating a logo, copywriting, all the things that keep them hidden, when in reality, it's the opposite things they need to be doing. They need to be putting themselves out there. They need to be meeting people, networking, talking about what they do every single day. So I'm going to do a whole episode basically on highest profit actions because there's just so much into that but one top tip with this is every day ask yourself what will move my business closer to sales today and have a top list of actions that you can do and stick to it it's nearly always going to include marketing so not hiding behind making a course educational materials that might be used later you don't need all this at the start of a business I'm talking about here. So it's not going to be about just saying, I'm not good at marketing and hoping it will be okay. But actually, it's going to be about being brave and doing the things that you need to do to make your business profitable. So the biggest tie-in here with social media, the biggest waste of time is when you're scrolling for hours on social media, checking out the competition. So that is not a high profit action. Yes, check out the competition, go in, go out. That's how you do it. Um, but if you keep going back, checking what they're doing, comparing yourself, going and checking your own account for likes and comments, these are not high profit actions. Spending 
all day making one post is not a high profit action. Spending hours and hours on Canva, branding, creating logos, pretty designs for social media, it's not a high profit action. And all of this is fine if you don't mind slow growth. Um, So some people are just after having a nice journey and they're not after the results and that's fine if that's what you want. And it's the same with a website. Nearly always everybody creates them too soon in the business before they really know what they're doing and it ends up being a complete waste of time. So create things at speed, find your flow and use simple strategies and just make money. Take imperfect action. You can't look at your competition on social media who've been in business for years with a whole team supporting them and expect to produce the same high quality from the start. So trying to be perfect will just stop you from getting results. I can't emphasize enough. Just use it as a tool for business and be intentional. The third thing, when you have mastered the first two things and you are making money organically from social media, that is the time to start delegating. So once you've mastered something, it's perfect, but do master it first. Don't try handing it over before you know what you're doing, because then you're going to have somebody else come in your business who has their own influence, their own ideals, their own kind of motivation. And if you haven't mastered your message, Social media is your message. You as the business owner need to master being able to share your message. And if you haven't and you haven't figured out how to make sales from that, I wouldn't go delegating it because there's no one who's going to have the same heart of the business, that same deep understanding and mission that you do. But as soon as you do master it, feel free to start handing it over. Um, So handing it over too soon will dilute your message, but handing it over too late can drain you. So it's a fine balance. And I've used so many different stuff over the years for social media support. And some of it's been successful and some of it's been unsuccessful. But my favorite time recently was when I took a four month break from work. I was traveling both around the UK and Australia earlier in 2023. And I had a few staff supporting me at this stage, but the last person I hired just before I started traveling and that person just took away so much of the pressures that I had. Um, And really, I lost a massive part of, of the work I was doing and gained so much from that. So I've always had an appointment setter, well, not always, but after the first year in my business, had an appointment setter that works full time, that grows my social media and chats in my um, DMs. I've also had a social media assistant who would create content for me. And it was this person that I I hire them and then I get rid of them and then I hire them again because I don't always feel I need somebody doing this for me because actually content creation is it's my zone of genius. It's something I love doing. Um, 
so we had a structure that we worked really well while I was out in Australia. So basically before I went and while I was traveling around the UK, I created a bank of content in a, a Google Drive. I actually have years worth of content anyway, years and years. And I just picked out some old pieces and put some new stuff in there. And then as I was traveling, I still created as inspiration came, I would write something down and quickly file it away. So I'm talking 10, 15 minutes work. And that just kept that perfectly updated. It was brilliant. And what I have also done is kept a bank of photographs. And as I'm making photographs, I just keep uploading them again. It just takes seconds. It's just um, upload it to a file so that she's got access to it. And then I would just check in weekly to ensure that I was happy with what my staff were doing. So content was going out constantly. They post stories, they post posts. Um, I was still doing um, kind of soft launches while I was away. And I wasn't having to go on social media at all, which was wonderful. So what I would just do is a weekly check-in just to make sure that my staff were performing well. And then I did a few stories myself just here and there, but mostly I, um, I just sent my staff little video recordings and things that I was making offline um, just so that they had a constant stream of stories to share which was wonderful. And to be honest, I've had seven years of working online by that stage. And it was a real big break for me. I was just working 10 hours a week. And I was really not on social media. In fact, I think at the time I was actually on dating sites instead, because it was just like, oh, this is just a complete break. And it was a lot of fun. And actually, if you look back at my social media, I don't think anybody even noticed I wasn't there because it was so present and it was so up to date. And my staff did such a good job of, of keeping a presence there. So you can probably tell that I'm talking in past tense because actually I, I did again then get rid of that staff member actually my social media got hacked after that and I realized it was because that particular staff member was logging in and out of of multiple accounts for other people as well so it was a risk to my business so I did get rid of her but also I, after having such a long break of um, four months of just doing client fulfillment work, I just feel renewed, refreshed, and I want back inside my business. I, I've got the energy for it again. So, um, and there's nobody quite like me. <laughs> That's probably a good thing and a bad thing, but, you know, I do like to write my own content. So that's what I do. So, yeah, so you don't always need to be delegating, but I found that having somebody there and my appointment setter has been with me consistently for a very long time. And just she she checks in if people want to speak to me. She's she's reminding me of that. She's growing my social media, because if you think about growing your social media, that's quite boring work. It's certainly not something that I want to be involved in. And um, and so she does that for me. And if I ever need to take another break, I shall use the same model that I used before because that was wonderful. So 
I just make sure that I get out every single day in nature and I exercise in silence. I read as many books and listen to as many podcasts and trainings as possible. So I'm constantly feeding my mind and I see that is really important in the position that I am, that I'm continually expanding. I don't just want to offer my clients the same level of training all the time and that's really important that I do that and that is where the ideas and the inspiration for the content come from because I think the idea of putting out content every single day can be a bit daunting as well and if you haven't if you're not having this constant stream of of new things coming in your mind or if you haven't got that real connection to silence a meditation every day, I imagine that it's quite a draining place. And that leads on really to talking about energetics. And I'm not going to do that in this episode. But I just want to allude to the fact that when you are creating content, and and you're on social media, there's a whole layer of energetics behind it. So I've recently created a training for my clients with that, actually. And um, a few days later, one of the OTs told me that straight after watching that training, she created a reel which has had thousands and thousands of views. And it resulted in two sales calls being booked straight off the back of it. And she still had a list of people she was working through. So it's likely to increase, to result in more sales calls just off the back of that one post and it really is down to your energetics you cannot be a content creator if you're not happy in your own life if you're not tapping into the energetics of it and it's not all about being in this false sense of happiness like we have to feel every range of emotions but we have to have this flow and space and silence really to be able to assimilate all of that into useful content that is that we can help other people with so I'm going to talk about the energetics of content in a different podcast episode so just to summarize this episode become the master of your work tool do not be a slave to social media so important. Take the control back. Dip in and dip out. Do your highest profit actions and create a new identity as a content creator and not a content consumer. Just step into that role. Let go of any passive scrolling. Don't fall for the comparison trap. And when you're ready, you can delegate because we can't do it all. I hope that helps you. I just wanted to take a moment to share how I help occupational therapists to create their own version of freedom. I help OTs all around the world to design, launch and scale their online business. You will learn how to tap into a deeper understanding of your purpose, your mission, and how to turn that into an exciting offer to sell online. I've clients who've hit 3K, 5K, 10K and 15K months. Anything is possible. 
If it sounds like a good fit, then contact me via the link on the show notes.